We're back. It's episode nine of season three of the Connect Two podcast. My name is Jeff Cullen. And I'm Mark Hughes. And Mark, you've been a traveling man. I've been a traveling uh, man. I can't wait to hear about the trip. Trip uh, drove 108 hours over about three weeks, a little over three weeks, and uh, covered 8,153 kilometers and uh, visited seven national parks some state parks and uh went to las vegas for a conference and attended uh, attended the dave matthews band weekend which was pretty awesome right traveling through the states yeah this was a dog photography conference right it was awesome yeah, i didn't know dogs could take pictures <laughs> it must have been great it was really, it was really good <laughs> Yeah, well, we were following your exploits on 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 the mighty Facebook. Yeah, the big meta. I tried to post when I could. I had lots of times I didn't have uh, I didn't have internet or cellular access. So, um, the places I thought I wouldn't have access, I did, and the places I thought I might have, I right. didn't. Cool. Um, did oh, you uh, so check have- out Area Fifty One? Uh, well, I sent you. I sent you a picture of the extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we didn't go very far. No. <laughs> um, so uh, we have coffee. Yes, and 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 quite tasty, I must say. So today's coffee is from Transcend because a lot of the places I went to, there's not really people there, so there's not really coffee making. Wow. Um, or there is people, but not a lot of people. They don't drink a lot of coffee. Well, yeah. So it's from Transcend. It is called Argyle Brand Blend from Peru and Honduras. Oh yeah, it should have uh, notes of milk, chocolate, toffee, and orange. Cool. And Argyle uh, Transcend is a uh, Edmonton-based um, coffee roaster, and uh, they've been around for quite some time now. Yeah, we should definitely have uh, Paul Mark. Come and be our guest. Do, yeah. Do you know him? I do know him. There you uh, go. See if he would he be... used to be a lawyer. A long time ago. Now yeah. he makes coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's probably happier. Is that a step up or a step down? Uh, depends on, you know, are you happy? If you're happy, it's good. If you're new to the channel, rate, review, and subscribe. Check us out. Uh, we have a Facebook page and we yeah. just take emails. It's been a while since I check our total downloads. What are we, what are no we creeping up to? I'd have to. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll we'll a- we'll report on it next episode. Episode ten. Episode ten. The check in. Um, what'd you learn this week? <sighs> I didn't learn shit, <laughs> but it did raise a dilemma. So Uh-oh. I guess so. So I've been off Twitter. I guess it's called X now. X, yes. I, I I haven't logged in on my phone, but my iPad is still logged in. So so my Twitter consumption or my X consumption has been down like a lot because mm. right? I used to look at it like compulsively yeah and I'm a lot happier or well, I should say I'm a lot less angry most <laughs> of the time right and yet I'm a little perturbed because I have heard either through Facebook like there's some you know Facebook groups that I'm part of I, I still hear stupid shit that's getting proposed but now I'm not entirely like as up to date and so I'm finding that this is a quandary you know, if you're uninformed, you kind of feel like life is good. Ignorance is bliss. But 
there's some weird stuff that could turn out to be like not so good for any of us, I think that, you know, I don't want to be caught by surprise. So I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling with this dilemma of how do you stay informed on the stupid nonsense that people are trying to mean like, uh, like the Alberta pension plan. Oh yes. The Alberta pension plan. It's pretty funny. Like, uh, I mean, we'll take half. Yeah. 53%. It's like, what the hell? You know, like in what planet? Like, (laughs) even if it was feasible for like a minute, it's like this, this, I mean, we live here. I don't still consider myself to be from here, even though it's been 30 years. That tells you something of what you know, but it's like, I don't know. It's like a child who thinks they're like, you know, they deserve like half the bowl of popcorn because like they're so special. And the rest of the family has to say, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, sit the hell down and shut the hell up. Right. But it just betrays this mentality of what, what do you call it? Hubris, uh, mm. self delusion. Right. <laughs> and for a place who, and again, I know this is controversial and I don't want to make this a political thing for a place that, based on a lot of other sources might be hitting a bit of a rough patch here in the coming decades. And I, and I mean like a long-term rough patch in terms of the one thing that we have that people are willing to pay a lot of money for might become increasingly less in demand. Take some pretty big cojones to, to wag your finger at the rest of the country when in five or 10 or maybe 20 years, we might be like deeply in need of some support. Yeah. Right. But uh, no, hey, carry on, man. You know, just whatever. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, yeah. Well, and then there was this whole cross-country protest thing, which a lot of people were posting about, uh, you know, which again, I'm just like, if you go too down that, too far down a rabbit hole, it just hurts your brain and your, and kind of hurts your soul. It's like, really, really? Come on. Well, and what's really amazing is how much hate is going on right now yeah and really like like it's everybody talks about the well well, elon musk has a word for it the uh the anti the woke virus what is it called the uh, yeah the woke woke virus woke um yeah yeah, woke virus yeah and uh it's like it's it's crazy right because like it is crazy yeah and uh Anyway, it's it's been uh, so much misinformation, so much fear, um, so much hate. I mean, well, the hate, hate part is crazy. Yeah, but I think they state, you know, I mean, th- all this these, is the funny thing. But though. these right wing guys are always talking about the, you know, the LGBTQ and, uh, you know, grooming their kids. And then these hate groups come out to these things and they put their kids front and yeah, center. I know. I mean, the, the people that are grooming are the ones that are accusing everybody else of right. doing the group. But if we if we were dealing with logic, we wouldn't have these problems. Yeah, but we are not dealing with logic. And uh and that's I think the worst part is and and like they'll say, I mean there's so much misinformation. And I look I don't blame I kind of do and I kind of don't, right? Like if you're a low information person, perhaps <clears throat> from a different culture, but not even, or you've been, let's say you've been steeped in a culture, whatever it might be, right? Religious base, cultural base. And, you know, it's like I was just saying, if you're not fully paying attention and read, doing all the reading 
and you just start hearing from all these different sources that hey these teachers are telling your children you know not to listen to your to you or and you don't know better i can see where you get kind of agitated oh yeah the thing that drives me nuts is like okay great on on both sides take some time go find out go ask some questions i had, i saw a great uh uh, link or post somebody said you know talk to your kids first of all right like go ask you and the guess like i talked to my kids about what are they being taught in school and all of this and they just laugh my butt off that their butts off they're like no dad they're not teaching us they're not showing us sex toys and they're not you know they're talking about respect for individual preferences in fact the stuff that would actually benefit or will in the long term benefit these people who are so angry that we, you know, which is basically let's put up with their crazy nonsense. You know, everybody has the right to believe in whatever they want to. That's what they're teaching us. But the same group of people are the ones who are like, you know, down with all of this. It's like, it's so self-defeating. Well, or talk to your kid's teacher, go sit down, say, Hey, what are you actually teaching? Right. Well, they just come in. I know I'm going to pitch forks and, and torches and burn the school down before we know what the hell they're talking about. Well, and I think part it's of it ridiculous. is that there's no critical. So what's happened historically is the news media would basically present one side and present the other side. And what's happened recently is the one side, which is the left has continued kind of along the same right corridor. And, um, and then, but the right has basically, they just say shit and they yeah. make stuff up and there is no challenging what they're saying on any level. Yeah. So you can bypass the mainstream media or you don't have to bypass it. You still get the same kind of weird message like Perry yeah. Polly, uh, which I have no end of trouble pronouncing his name. Um, he's just like, uh, he just makes shit up all the time. Yeah. And uh, nobody calls him on it. I know. And if they do call him, oh, you're a part of the woke media establishment. Yeah, exactly. It's so like, it's, it was the fascist playbook. They, 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 they study it carefully. They, mm -hmm. they disseminate it. These, some of these right wing extreme groups, like, uh, well, they're all over the U S we have them here too. They, they spend a lot of time and effort putting this plan together. This is just not happening randomly. Yeah. Right. They, 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 ed they teach political parties who are kind of in their pocket, you know, the, the, the game plan. And it goes right back to the propaganda machine of, of, you know, in the late 1930s. I mean, so this guy, Bo of the fifth right, right. has the list. I mean, there's, he didn't make it up. There's a whole bunch of people. Like you can find it. If you go look on, on anywhere, really, it's a, four, a list of like 14 things that you see in a fascist or fascist rising government. And it's just, a, it's a paint by numbers list, right? You, you begin to question authority or you question science. You begin to, there's all these things that you do. Um, you you elevate you know uh, the police state you like uber capitalism, right? And it's paint by numbers, and we are like right in the middle of it. Like in the U.S., he'll check off like thirteen of the fourteen. You know when Trump was in power, and it's like we got to worry about this because mm -hmm. it's it's not something that you can just leave. And this is the other thing. And again, I don't know what the answer is because there's a philosopher, I can't remember his name now, but he, he, he made a, a point about, and I'll look it up, but you know, the only thing we can't tolerate is intolerance because we try to be 
it's like you said, we, we try to use the playbook of fairness, but when you're dealing with people who basically are cheating, um, the fair, but yeah, it's exactly, like, they don't exactly just take 50% and go, okay, thanks. You know, they, they, they push and they push and they push and they take more and you're trying to play by the rules and, and they just like, well, it's like this. they're like, wow, who says I can't just lie and make stuff up? And you're like, well, that's just not right. And they're like, nah, <laughs> you know, until unfortunately, and this is history repeating itself, you know, people have enough, it goes too far. And then we have some kind of, of situation that nobody really wants to be in, right? Where the, you know, the, you, the masses or the people go, we have to push back. And this is the thing that kind of makes me laugh because they always seem to, to, to couch it like nobody's going to fight back. But at some point people do fight back, like in the States with the right and the left. Right. And I've heard people quote, Hey, you know, us over here on the left, we have guns too, right? Like we don't wave them around and take them to parades, but when push comes to shove, you know, we got, we got guns too. And it's like, Oh, I hadn't thought of that, you know, like, how dare you wave a gun at me? It's like, well, yeah, you're kind of pissing me off. So at this point, <laughs> you know, we've tried to talk, we've tried to reason, we've tried to have this two-sided argument, but you keep pushing me. It's like the karate kid, you know, go for it, Daniel San, you know, you know, kick the guy in the face. Hey, we're off to a good start. <laughs> um, what did I learn? I learned a few things. Uh, oh, Lord. So if you're going to the States and you want to go to national parks. Oh, yeah. Um, get an annual pass. Ah, did you go to Yosemite? Or Yosemite? No, Yosemite is in California. Okay. I went to, um, so I went to um, Zion. Nice. I went to Bryce, I went to Capitol Reef, I went to Arches, I went to um, the Grand Teton, and, right. uh, and I went to Yellowstone. So there were seven national parks. I went to a few state parks, including Goblin Valley, and there's a couple more that I went right. to. Um, it was really cool. Cool. Yellowstone, that's uh, Old Faithful is there, isn't it? Old Faithful, yeah. yeah. And, you uh, decide to take a dip in the pools, like some people have recently died. You know, that that <laughs> that dip in the pools, there was a, a couple Canadian YouTubers that went into the Grand Prismatic, uh, which is a, a spring. It's a huge spring. Yeah. Um, actually, I have to say that that's also one of the things that I was most disappointed with. But anyway. I'll, oh, oh, interesting. Um, I want to hear about that. But... Um, well, I had expectations for it, but uh, maybe that was the problem. But the uh, but that was in twenty uh, was it 2016? 2016, almost ten years ago. So this is a long time ago already. And um, yeah, they 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 kind of snuck off of the 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 path and uh, got into problem because it's a it's a fairly delicate area. You, right. Basically, they have these paths. You stick to the paths. Um, so, uh, yeah. So if you're going to the States, um, just get an annual pass, annual pass. Yeah. It's yep. like 80 bucks. Right. And you can, oh, go, that's and you can go to, you can go to every single park mm -hmm. uh, and you don't pay to go in. 
Sure. If you go to each individual park, it's 35, 40 bucks. Yeah. Per. So, so yeah. yeah didn't, didn't <clears> so did much. you get an annual pass? I did. Yeah. Smart. But it's weird though, right? So if you get a discovery pass for Canada, yeah. it's a thing that you stick on your car yep. and you just go, you know, whoever has the pass can go in. Right. Um, yeah, not the way it works in the oh, US. Okay. Was it more like a, like a, it took your picture and well, no, but so you have to sign the back of the pass. It's mm. like a, it's like a little credit card. Okay. Right? And then every time you enter, you have to present ID that has your signature on it and they compare the signatures and you can have two signatures. So you can have like one for you and one for a spouse or a partner okay. or whatever. Okay. And, um, but those are the only people that are allowed to go in. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, but definitely worth it like yeah. it was uh it was it, it was definitely the way to go now <laughs> i'm just gonna go on a tangent here for a second uh because i do want to talk about the trip was was anything on that pass in capital letters i i don't know because I, 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 I was at this thing and over lunch the guy that was sitting next to me was talking to a friend of mine a colleague of mine and he was one of these uh, sovereign citizen, free man on the land kind okay, of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, which really ticked off my wife when I told her, because I thought it was kind of funny. And she's like, do you understand how much these people clog up the legal system? Because we have some friends that are crown prosecutors and they have to deal with this like a lot and the judges. But this was wild stuff, man. He was going on about driver's licenses because it says drivers in capital letters. You've actually entered some kind of covenant with the government, you're you're no longer, you're not a citizen. You're a driver. This is some sort of title. And he was going on about legal and lawful, and and I was just sitting there eating my lunch, just not saying a word. And at one point, he said, uh, "Address." He had a whole problem with the term "address" because an address is something that a president, you know, when they get inaugurated, they speak, and it's their it's their it's their address, their address, right? And so somehow, if you tell them where you live. When they say address, you're again, you're consenting to something that you don't know about. And he said, you know, better to, and if the police officer asks you where you live, say, I live before you, do you mean where, where do I dwell? And I thought to myself, am I, if I'm a cop, if I was a cop and I got that, I'd be like, you're about to dwell in the back, in the trunk of my cruiser. I'm going to beat the living crap out of you. Don't stop this <laughs> nonsense. Well, this is what, uh, this is what. Do you mean, where do I dwell? Oh, anyhow. So this I'm is, curious. This is what the past looks like. Okay. So. It's all in, Mark, it's all in caps. I don't know what you've agreed to here. <laughs> you might be. You might be a, signed my a, life away. a corporate entity under the government of America now. Who knows? It's a nice looking document, though. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the other thing I learned. So how's that's good for a full year? Yeah. Nice. So it goes till September 30th next year. Okay. So, actually, so you got lots of opportunities to go back. And... Yeah. Uh, the other thing I learned is that in the States, you have, uh, you have all these different things that kind of fall under one classification so you have uh, a national park okay okay so that's pretty straightforward yep then you have national monuments oh okay then you have national historical monuments or sites or monuments yeah and you have national forests okay and then you have uh and then the, then they have national recreational areas 
Wow. So they have all of these different subcategories. So uh, a is monument. The pass, is the pass good for all of them or? For most of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For the ones that charge. Yeah. So Oh, sure. Yeah. So any of the federal ones for sure. None yeah. of the state ones. So state ones. Right. Because they, they have that their whole layer of state parks. and Yeah. And their state parks tend to be pretty good too. Yeah. So, uh, um, so the thing, uh, so a national monument is still basically a park. It's okay. just, it means that there's something about it that is worth preserving. Now, just because it's a national park doesn't mean that they don't, um, uh, just because it's a national uh, or a national monument doesn't mean it, it's really anything fundamentally different. So the, and that it's, isolated from hunting or, or fishing or whatever right oh like, really so it, okay so that is different so uh, and it depends it's it's very right. very very specific so like a recreation national recreational area for sure that there would be things like hunting and stuff like that potentially available there was a lot of hunting yeah around around i mean essentially, so uh, so like uh mount rushmore would be a national monument maybe but does it sit okay, so in a national park so, so a monument doesn't actually mean like a monument it, okay it, it's a term used in american to describe something of significance but it's not necessarily like uh like an yeah it doesn't monument. have to be like a, a so like would old faithful be a monument fall under that possibly no but the geyser basin like if it had okay. already have if it wasn't already a national park all the geyser basements basins could be considered a national uh they, they, ah, they would call okay. it like a national uh, geyser basin monument right so it it could be a geological feature it could ah, be okay. a forestry feature it could be a you know a river feature yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so they have okay. so it's unusual terminology that i i was sitting here going like what the hell is yeah. a monument and uh so it took a little while to figure out and and there's there's so many of them there's probably like six or seven different sub sub names for things that in canada we just call it a park interesting yeah well that sounds so, like you've navigated so you learned a lot i did learn yeah. a lot yeah well let's get into more about the trip then <laughs> or are we going to do a dad joke i do have a funny dad joke okay sure what's your dad joke so so a guy walks up to uh, another guy that has a dog and he says, uh, why does your dog's uh, face look so funny? And uh, no, why does the dog, why does your dog's butt look so funny? And I guess that's not his butt. It's his face. He goes, Oh, he's not going to enjoy that treat. I just gave him that. <laughs> <laughs> Waiter comes up, comes up to a guy who just finished his meal. He says, uh, uh, would you like to box a box for uh would you like uh, a box for to box for your 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 um your leftovers mm. and he says no i'm non-violent uh, uh, you can have it <laughs> hey what's the uh what do you uh what is the unpopular kid uh in junior high and a and a a box of batteries have in common I have no idea. Uh, they're both not included 
Okay. Uh, so, so, so you were on three weeks, roughly. A little over it? three weeks. A little over three weeks. Yeah. So I left, with on, I left on the 30th yep. of August and returned yesterday, which was the 21st. Right. 21st. In, in the Rossinante, your in phenomenal... In the yes. uh, uh, it's, it's not a trailer. Well, what is it called? It's a truck camper. Truck camper, yes. Yeah, so it's a kind of camper that sits in the bed of a pickup truck, yeah. right? And it's awesome. But no dog. So nope. you, you didn't bring Mocha with you. Well, there were two reasons. Uh, one is... So first off, we, we went to go see Dave Matthews uh, right. in the Gorge. And the Gorge... First of all, you're not supposed to take dogs, although there were a lot of dogs there, which, you know, the other thing I learned is a lot of times these rules that they put out, yeah, they, they don't really follow them. No. <laughs> so th this was all over the place on multiple occasions where it was kind of like the rules explicitly said you cannot do this. Yeah. And people were doing that. So, so land of the free, I guess. Well, and the other problem is, is basically... Um, Dave Matthews is in kind of a desert area mm. and uh, it could be really hot. And if, right. if I was going to leave Mocha sitting in a, a camper, that would be very unpleasant. Yeah. And um, probably. And then you're not enjoying yourself. And even if, it, worried even if her. it's still going okay, you're still kind of worried about it. Well, so, and you're in a yeah, place uh, full of people and like, where are you going to take your dog to go? pee and poo yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Be so doing not like, conducive okay no. so you left the dog at home so that's one and the, the second part is that so i did that and the original plan was to basically go to las vegas for this conference that came up right that that um and you know i'm going like oh you know it's it's not that far to las vegas i'll be in the states already it was 15 hours drive between <laughs> between quincy washington and las vegas and then the other question was, okay, well, where am I going to... So that must have been in like the southern part of the state of Washington. No, it's right in the middle. Oh, is it? Oh, Smack okay. dab yeah. in the middle. Yeah. And um, and uh, and then you... So you, uh, so we ended up going and uh, breaking it into two days. Right. Stayed in... Did Lori, in, Lori go to Vegas with you? Yep. Oh, did. okay, cool. Well, yeah, there's a story behind that too. So the the uh, the uh, part part of the thing is so this is a conference for all the best pet photographers on the planet, right? Like they all assembled, including on the planet on the planet. So there was uh, William Wegman, who wow. is the godfather of dog photography. He's quite famous wow. for his Weimarammers um, dressing up as humans, and he's. He's in his eighties, so wow. he he and he almost never makes appearances. Interesting. This is quite something. Was uh, Ishiyogo Yamahaka there, the infamous koi fish uh, photographer man? No, no. They no. call him the koi fish whisperer. I've never heard of him. I've just made that up. Okay. <laughs> I'd have been shocked if you said he was there. I'd be like, man, that is weird. Well, there was uh, Elke Vogel saying. Who is um, now? You're making that up. No, no, she's okay, so German, she's, uh, and uh, actually, she's one of the people that inspired me for the style of photography that I do. She does dogs mostly. She, she does exclusively dogs. Cool. And uh, she originally started with her own dogs, and she she's quite famous. And I got to meet her. Nice, was pretty awesome. Good for you. Um, Andrew Knapp was there. Andrew Knapp uh, did the whole Finding Momo series. 
Oh, I think you told me about this. And, yeah. And Andrew Knapp is, um, uh, like, my wife is a huge fan of Andrew Knapp. It does a meditation group with Andrew. Oh, wow. And um, so this is a, and meet, is a Patreon meet, of meet your heroes. Patreon. Yeah. So that is part of the reason why Lori wanted to come. She wanted an opportunity to meet Andrew. Yeah, absolutely. Which we did. I got to spend lots of time with Andrew Knapp. Well, that's and great. Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. He uh, cool. he's an interesting guy. Yeah, um, kept introducing me to people, and I'm going, yeah, okay, like uh, thinking that it was just some attendee, and discovering that in fact it's one of these other famous uh, <laughs> famous speakers. So I, um, uh, so I mean, I, I'm meeting up with where Laurie had arranged to meet up with uh, with Andrew. So he says I'm at bar and he said well you know sophie's gonna join me okay so we introduced sophie so sophie gamon who is super uber famous dog photographer and just she's just chilling out we're having lunch together and uh, the whole thing was was like that it was just like that's awesome it was pretty pretty amazing yeah yeah Um, were you cool about it or were you sort of geeking out no i was pretty cool about it. it uh yeah, I was pretty cool about it because because it was just kind of continuous. So it was kind of like uh, yeah, well that's great. And there are Good some job. pretty amazing photographers there. I, I really it was great to connect with a lot of these people. There's some that just do amazing stuff, and uh, kind of encourages me to do more and to to lean into some of the stuff that that uh, I haven't. I've been lacking some inspiration for a while. And ah, I think I've found it now. I that's know, awesome. I know what I, I know what I need to do. So, so that was the original plan, and then I was going to come back, and then my wife said, "My wife, she she said, I'm not sticking around for your whole conference. I'm going to stick around for a few days, but while you're in the conference, I'm just going to fly back." So yeah. she flew back. How long was the conference? It was three pretty packed. Okay, days. so three days, yeah. Uh, so she left uh, halfway through and, uh, we went to, um, um, so, and, and here's the thing, right? So I have a truck camper and so I'm going to Vegas. Right. So what do you do with the truck camper? Oh, can't park it in a parkade cause it's too <laughs> Um, this conference was Bink. at the Mirage, which Mirage apparently okay. has been bought by the Hard Rock group. Oh, really? So it's going to be all redone as a, as a Hard Rock in the next little while. Okay. It's quite a nice hotel and good for conferences because uh, the hotels, the hotel rooms are close to where the conference would be. Right. Whereas a lot of the other ones, like the conference facility is really far from the yeah yeah it's almost like in a separate building or something so yeah so uh but they wouldn't they wouldn't assure me that there was room for oversized parking i oh. have an oversized parking you kind of need to have it kind of secure right so i ended up googling and found out that there is an rv park in the middle of the strip really yeah it's called the circus circus rv park it's oh, actually on okay. the back 40 of circus circus Actually, that makes sense because I remember our mutual friend talking to Tim saying when he was a kid, they would go down as a family. They would do hang out at Circus Circus. And I think well, Circus Circus, 
as differently a different place than probably he went to. Oh, well, it's like, been a it's, long time, but it yeah. is major rundown. Oh yeah. my God. Oh yeah. It's, it's like one of the old places there now. So, so when, were you able to park your RV there and just leave it or? Well, what I did is in snack, I, I basically gave up my room. I had booked a room oh, okay. and I gave it up and I just stayed at the RV park. Oh, that must've been an adventure in a, in of itself. You know, it wasn't, it was surprisingly not bad. Really? Okay. I mean, it's basically an asphalt parking lot with power, water, and sewer. Sure. And well, I was uh, thinking more of the kind of characters you might have uh, encountered. No, because, uh, well, just like everything with Circus Circus, not super popular. So oh, okay. there was only about half full. It yeah. was interesting to see. Yeah, I was all telling these... you about if uh, your driver's license is in, is in all caps, it means something. And you're like, oh, well, so what was we it? got some of those too. In what was interesting is when we were in, at Dave Matthews was the same time Burning Man was going on. And Burning oh, Man had man, was, that was some wild stuff, right? Yeah. And so what was really interesting at Circus Circus is uh, seeing these clearly from Burning Man uh, trailers roll in. Kind of ref refugees. Shell-shocked. In Circus Circus RV yeah. Park. So that was pretty cool. Wow. And well, so, so then fun. I did, I did the circus circus and basically I just Ubered back and forth. It was super easy to Uber. Nice. Um, and, um, I saw the sphere. Oh, right. Spheres. That is quite something. It is freaking huge. Yeah. And, um, wasn't officially open. It's, uh, op opening officially next week. So I've seen a lot of video of it. Is it? Is it a solid structure? Yeah, yeah. That they just project? So it's just no, a no, giant no. cubit, like a no, giant... No, it's like a, a round. It costs two and a half billion dollars. Yeah. It, but, it's, 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 but it's like a round, it's, it's a solid screen. It, it is a spherical. It is a spherical screen and they yeah. project stuff. And I, I have videos. Oh, I have seen it. It's wild, yeah. yeah. But it's actually a physical thing. It's not like a holographic projection. No, no and in fact, inside is a theater. Ah. And it's got that the th 3D or surround everything kind of experience. So YouTube, YouTube is playing, performing there for 25 shows between now and Christmas or between next yeah. week and Christmas. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. This thing is freaking huge. It's at the back of the Palazzo. Oh, yeah. Uh, so connected to the Venetian. Yeah. And uh, so it's just off the strip, but it's, you know, you can see it from the strip. I imagine. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was quite mm. something. And um, and then basically, so my wife took off, conference ended, and then I had, it was about 20 hours if I were to drive straight, but I didn't. So right. I, my wife says, you know, take your time. Take your time. And, okay. Uh, see you. See you in January. So I started heading up, go to Utah, and then I went to all the, the, the most of the major parks. There was one that I didn't go. There was five major ones I didn't go to. Right. I have to say the one I was most disappointed in was Zion. Zion is small and way over subscribed. Oh yeah, way too many people in. How are we doing for time? We're doing all We're right. Doing okay. Zion National Park. Zion National Park. Um. You know, me coming from Canada, kind of have certain expectations of what national parks are. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, uh, that is definitely a different experience from American national parks. National parks in America are a lot more curated. 
Ah, interesting. Okay, a little less wild. Right. And way more people. Like, oh my gosh. No wonder Americans come up and they're like, when do the bears come out? You're like, we don't do that here. We just, it's just like lift. It's. Well, and Zion, yeah, there wasn't really any bears there. So it's more of a geological feature. And it was kind of not super fan. But Bryce, Bryce Canyon, now that's pretty brutal. Pretty freaking. Yeah, some of your pictures were amazing. Of, uh, and I barely posted any of them. Yeah. And uh, then okay. Bryce was amazing. Arches was kind of cool. I really enjoyed that. Arches, yeah. but there's so many people that Arches, you have to, you have to um, uh, get a, it's a timed entry. So you have to okay. book in advance and you're, you're, you have like an hour window. You have to show up. If mm. you're late, you don't go in. If you're early, you don't go in. So you have to be in Because if you early, window. just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Although there's not a lot around. So you're early, go away. You missed, you blew it. So for me, I didn't know I was what? going to Arches until the day before. So what happens is you book and it, it's like full up, like six months in advance. Wow. See, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's really getting any kind of natural but they have, experience. But they have some that open up the day before. Okay. So at 6 p.m., uh, the day before you basically can, I think it's the scramble. Day before, to try you to, can basically try and see what's available and there's some right. slots available. Okay. And then, so I was able to book a slot and it worked out really well. Good for you. But, uh, and arches is kind of, has got all these arches, but they're basically an excuse <laughs> for super, hikes. Super original. Did you do a bunch of hiking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every day I was yeah. pretty much hiking. Did you? Uh, so did you just do the parks, or did you stay in any like towns or cities? Or well, we stayed in that... Twin Falls, which was pretty in Idaho, on the way down to Vegas, and then on the way back. Well, I, I stayed in a bunch of places. I ended up booking um, booking this place called uh, near Page in Utah. Oh yeah, which. Um, and I, I booked it there because it was kind of close. Like I was having troubles booking in the national parks. Okay. Basically, they were full. Everything yeah. was full. Right. Right. So then I'm using this app to try and find where I could stay. And I, I found a spot in Page and I'm going, oh, that's good. You know, I didn't know anything about it. And uh, and then it turns out this is uh, where the famous Antelope Canyon is. Okay. Which you will have seen all the photos of what antelope canyon looks like because it's it, it's pretty iconic um i can show you so show you a picture of it sure and um see a lot of guns while you're down there ar-15s and whatnot no but when go, i was at go to uh, starbucks and the guy next to you's got a howitzer on his back and you're like hello this, yes this is, so these are antelope canyon and they're i saw like, those as well right they're like uh it's amazing they're it, so it's a slot canyon Okay. But it's on Indian travel. It was expensive. So it was like 120 bucks. They load you up onto a, a pickup truck with bench seat, benches <laughs> on the back and balloon tires. Okay. And then they, Shades they of there's like 12 Kenya. or 12 or 14 people on, in the back and you're yeah. bouncing around like mad right. and they take you in and the, there was just, uh, there was so many people. Um, it's amazing you got photos with no people in the front. Well, I'm I'm good at that. That's what I do. Right? Yeah. I take pictures. Uh, Perhaps you've just airbrushed them out. No, but I did. I, I was pretty careful to try and take pictures without people. 
in in them and then i think i have one with uh with people are so annoying <laughs> plus you're looking up right yeah oh oh <laughs> holy man <laughs> yeah that's a lot of people so it's amazing that you managed to get at some of the other shots with no people oh i know well like, that's my like job your, right? your timing is <laughs> must have had to wait for like a long time and no. just, now is the time well years and years ago i went to hey I, you I, get I the hell out of my shot you idiot and there's this uh dc3 that crashed in like 1973 and it's uh and in, in this lava field okay and it's a private place so it's it's not super it's not it's not signed or anything like that but if you know where it is is the fuselage still there yes wow and so the fuselage or parts of the fuselage, yeah. fuselage yeah, I are there. I presume they removed quite... the unfortunate passengers who didn't make it. No, they made it. They just crashed landed oh, and abandoned like a... the plane. Oh. It was a DC-3. Okay. And uh, so it's quite cool. It's it's very, very, very cool yeah. location. Um, but if you're a photographer, it's like the place to go. Or oh, if you're right? a YouTube influencer, yeah. it's a place to go. So I went there. I've never it... heard of that one. I have seen on on like social media some planes like in the jungles of South America and there's like a, a small airliner and it's just like, where, what, where, what's it doing there? And nobody knows. And at least this one they've identified as having crashed. Okay. So a lot of people, but you managed to learn how to again, frame the shot. So it doesn't look like there's, well, so there, there were a lot of people. And so if you saw my photos, like, and I didn't airbrush them out, I just timed it. Yep. Um, uh, that's what you do. That's what I do. Nice. And this is what the plane looks like. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. awesome. So, yeah. So, it's just the middle of nothing. The middle of nothing yeah. on a black lava field is very right. cool. So, I have my own shot and I've just been very strategic in terms sure. of I mean, it's yeah. what I do. And uh, oh. anyway, um, so same with Antelope. But the other thing with Antelope Canyon is you're shooting up. You're not right. really shooting. Oh, okay. So down. those are shots that are actually above you. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. Very cool. What um, beautiful pictures. Yeah. And uh, and that's just on my phone. I have even better photos. And one of the things that happened when I was on my trip is one of my cameras failed. Oh. So uh, I could take pictures. Like it takes beautiful pictures, but the shutter button didn't work anymore. So I have to press yeah. the back of the Seems, screen. Uh, not useful. No, I've got to go take it in for a warranty repair. Right. So. Cool. Relatively new camera. Too. Fortunately, I that's have awesome. Camera. So, um, so you then, so that you then you made your way, made my way through. Um, um, there's still lots of parts of Utah that I did not see. I did not make it to Monument Valley. Valley that was just a little too far. And then uh, headed north to Grand Did Teton. Did you swing by Brigham Young University? See what the hell's uh, going I was on? near. I, I went through Salt Lake City um, and then stayed in a place called Colville. And staying at RV parks is kind of interesting because you get to see very different, very different places, very different people. Yes. So like mm. the RV park at Colville was quite interesting. So it's it's just maybe 40 minutes out of salt lake city mm. but clearly it's a place where people live full-time 
Oh so yeah. They had um, so there was people with trailers, right? And you know they put the styrofoam skirting all around yes. and uh, build a deck, patio chairs, whole thing. Yes, right? because it's long term uh, lease or whatever. Relatively yeah. inexpensive. It's like three hundred bucks a month. Wow, that's pretty sweet. And if you have a trailer, it's pretty pretty good. So yeah. so there were some places I went to that were really nice for RV parks, and then there were some that were pretty sketch. So, um, yeah, worked fine for me because so the the way the truck camper works is basically I pull in, I park, yep. I can plug it in and then I'm good. Right. And uh, occasionally I need water, occasionally I need to dump tanks, but not very often. Sure. And, uh, you know, I go in and uh, I'm quite comfortable. Nice. So uh, it was. Um, yeah. And then the next morning I pack up and nice yeah cool so, yeah um so it was it was definitely adventure uh i kind of miss being in canada it was nice to come back that's always a sign of a good trip you know you enjoy your time away but you're also happy to be back yeah cool well, i really noticed i mean my camper is super quiet so i can be near a busy road or whatever and you don't really hear it when nice. everything's buttoned up tight and um, it's uh, it good sleeps in it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, welcome back. That sounds like a great trip. And I'm sure you'll be posting more photos than just a selection. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll try and post so some more. That's awesome. Uh, so um, what kind of media are you consuming? Well, what kind of media am I consuming? I have two things I can talk about. So I, I watched the first episode of Ahsoka. You've only watched the I've first only episode. watched the first episode. So I had and no cell service and I still watch. I'm yeah, current. I'm up to date. I've been doing other stuff, right? So uh <laughs> and I liked it. And I hear it gets you know, so it gets a lot better. I've heard, you know, rumors of the later ones, so I am gonna catch up with that. Um I found a podcast. I only saw one episode and it's pretty good. It kind of reminds me a bit of us. If, Smartless. If we were famous. Yeah. Have you listened to it? <laughs> I have so listened Justin to Bateman, it. Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah. it's very yeah. good. So I really, actually, this is the one with Matthew McConaughey. And there's this whole story of how the first time he was supposed to be on, Bateman lost his crap and slammed his computer shut because he was having audio problems and the somebody was laughing it turned out it was matthew mcconaughey and he got all bent who the hell's laughing and then he found out who it was and so there's a whole story to it but these guys are all kind of in you know in our age range and they've all got like teenage or, or young adult children so i was just really enjoying like the banter and i mean as much as they are entertainers they got a lot of the same like will arnett talking about how you know, driving his teenager and he finds that that's the best time to talk because yeah. you're not looking at each other. Right. So they, there is not that weird intensity and yet it's kind of private and it's a good time to just connect. And, yeah. and it was just so very relatable. And I was like, this is a really good podcast. So I kind of enjoyed that. Um, still making my way through justified. I'm on to season six now. And I found out that the, uh, the reboot is available through Disney plus. So I'm like, Oh, That'll be great when I'm done. The regular series will jump to the 10 years later. Um, yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing. Well, I watched the entire season of I, I, the second season of Foundation. It's it's really good. It's yeah, quite, yeah, Quite yeah. something. Okay. If you like sci-fi, it is definitely worthwhile. 
Uh, and it goes, yeah, it, it, like, I did not see where it was going. And it ended up very interesting. Um, I'm current with Ahsoka, which is quite interesting yeah. as well. Um, also, not where I was expecting it to go, but super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sad I, that Ray Stevenson passed away so unexpectedly. Yeah, I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure how that's going to play he's out because he's quite actor. an important yeah. character. Uh, maybe they'll make him a Force Ghost or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, I have to say that. Um, so I had a lot of time driving. So yes. I listened to a bunch of podcasts. I also listened to, uh, um, I, I, so there's this guy who does reviews of certain science fiction shows. Uh, his name is Pete Peppers. Oh, I haven't seen him before. No, Pete Peppers. Uh, so he was doing really good detailed. Pete Peppers. Pete Peppers. He's really good. Yeah. And, uh, so YouTube reviews of, uh, foundation. Okay. So uh, that's how I got turned on to him. And he, um, so one of the, he recommended a book. So I had finished the, uh, so I, I listened to all of the expanse before the trip and then just finished up. There's these um, um, uh, novellas oh, yeah. that were, that are little snippets between the books for oh, okay. the expanse so i listened to that right, with right, author's right. notes which was very cool yep and then this pete peppers was talking about expanse and foundation and said and he really liked this three-body problem by siu uh liu it's a, a chinese guy so he won like the hugo award for so i listened to a chinese science fiction novel that has been translated into english by the guy's son i would assume so yeah and well yeah i didn't listen to it in chinese and um <laughs> but what an obscure like, kind of thing it's a pretty language based on this guy's recommendation is weird like it was really weird oh, it yeah. was it was a little jarring at times because it's so culturally specific right to chinese that uh, that I like I clearly there's more to it than I even understood. Right, right. There's some gaps there in your cultural cultural relativism. But uh, it was an interesting idea. It was an interesting idea. Definitely science fiction, and it had all these these plots that seem completely unrelated, right. and at the very end, kind of tied everything together. So that's it was, cool. It's not bad. Hey, and, isn't, didn't India land on the moon? While you were away? Yes. Yeah. Uh, while I was away or just before I left? It was about yeah. the same time. Yeah. India landed And on then the they've just sent something, a probe to the sun. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. And they're mad at us. When they killed somebody in Canada. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. That's a pretty big... Uh, that's a pretty big... That's uh, a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, yeah um so, so we'll see where that plays out because then he say he's not talking about releasing any more like evidence to back it up so at this point it's kind of a i don't know some, statement something, or an accusation something, something's gonna something shaken something's gonna happen i because I, I haven't really again referenced my earlier thing about now that i'm off twitter or x you know i don't get as much detail so is, was is it, he basically suggesting the indian government yes 
Oh, so not like a faction from no. India. No, and, and that they the have, government. So apparently, and they kind of like the Americans reach out and kill people all the time. Yes. And now we're mad about it because they did it here. Yeah. Well, so, so, so this guy basically was a plumber <laughs> in BC. And a plumber. He's a plumber. <laughs> he's been here since the 1990s. There's a freaking billion people in India. He's trying they got to, nothing better trying to do. Trying to arrange a, a, a referendum in Canada for to get this uh, Punjabi state in India. And apparently oh, Modi. Okay. So Modi has a vested interest in right. This. And when did this? When was this murder? When did this happen? June. Oh, just sh- happened. Okay, I was thinking this was something from back. See, I have not been. Once you get off the, like, where do you? I don't get the paper anymore. So we're gonna get detailed news, right? So this is oh, this is a recent thing. June. Oh man. So uh, this guy basically was going to his um, his uh, his temple. Yeah. And two masked guys come out, jump out, and shoot him, and then they leave. Wow. And uh and it was Yeah, all, we can't have that. And they're going like, what the hell is going on? So then two two months later, Justin Trudeau says, um, we have reason to believe it was it was agents from from now Modi has built his brand in India as a strong man. Yes, I know. So him beating up on Punjabi is a Punjabi activist is great for his brand. Right. So he's kind of like Trump, right? Yeah. Like Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very Trumpy. Yes. And, uh, Another one of these people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I think that, uh, I think that, uh, there's probably more to it than they probably right. want to release at this point in time. Like they probably don't want to release how they know what they know. No, of course not. So I wonder if the Punjab will become like, will there be a civil war in India? Well, the, at some point where they're like, you know what, like a separatist movement. There was a separatist movement. This happened in the eighties. So right, and they they but it's sort of re- they went resurging. Yeah, on a pretty. Right. It's like on a slow simmer because yeah. they again so total so, ignorance here. But I know because pa- there was that whole separation with Pakistan. So separation so, with Pakistan, but and the the Sikhs wanted their own state called Khalistan. Right. And uh, they wanted to um so there was a big uh attempt at trying to have a bit more of a violent approach to it. They have a bunch of activists uh, took over the uh, Golden Temple, which is a Sikh yes. temple. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Indira Gandhi, who was considered the right. Iron Lady of of um, Indian politics, she sent commandos in. Hundreds of people died. I remember. It was very politically yes. active. Yeah, and I mean, then, there's a lot of stuff. And then she there. was assassinated yep. by two of her Sikh bodyguards. Right. And uh, so they basically killed her. Yeah. And then, like, things got really bad. Yep. And then things calmed down. But there was, right. uh, and in the 80s, there was also the Air India flight yeah. that blew up a bunch of Canadians. Right. Um. So th- there's been stuff going on for a long time. Exactly. This is quite controversial. But uh, this guy's, you know, so so <clears throat> India considers this considered this guy a terrorist, right? Whereas in Canada we considered him just doing like free speech. <laughs> we considered him a plumber. He was a plumber. <laughs> this is what he did. Oh my god! So 
going back to what we learned, just a, a, a callback. There is this James Webb telescope finding of on this planet, 120 light years away that they've found what they think is a biosignature. Oh, wow. Right? I did not yeah. hear that. Yeah. So there's a particular compound that on earth here only is found where there's like living things. I can't remember what it is, but it's, water. it's no, no, it's, it's no, there's definitely think there's water on this planet, but they have found in the atmosphere again through my kids. says, how the hell did they find that out? And I'm like, it's through, uh, you know, a gas chromatography. Chromatography. Yeah. So they can determine that this compound exists in this atmosphere. And as far as we know on earth, the only source of it is basically biological activity. Now, so it's not a for sure, but like nowhere else have we found that it's not related to that. And they found this. And so, you know, every time I hear about, like, I think we are very close. I don't know what discovering, I don't know what close is five years, 10 years, two months, but much close to discovering evidence probably not proof, but at least strong evidence that there is some kind of life somewhere else. And I always kind of wonder what's that going to do to all of this faction nonsense. And so I was joking with my son and I'm like, you know, we're going to get a message from deep space. And this was Victor. And he goes, it's going to say, get your shit together. <laughs> right. So, so Yes. It's like, yeah, that's probably exactly what the message is going to come from the intergalactic planetary council. They're just going to be like, hey, look, you guys, like, you got to get your act together. <laughs> you know, like, we're getting tired of this. Well, this book that I listened to, <laughs> this uh, this uh, three-body problem, Yeah, that's what that's okay. all about. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. Yeah, don't make us come down there and kick some butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll turn this, we'll turn this planet right around and go home. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, so welcome back. I'm, I'm I missed you. Right. I missed our little uh, yeah uh, weekly tete a tete. Well, I had I had taken my podcast stuff oh. with the possibility that maybe I could interview somebody at Shutterhand, right? And I was about to ask Andrew Knapp, but he was exhausted. He had just done a presentation. I'm going, yeah. okay. And nah, then okay. everywhere else I went, I didn't really talk to anybody. There you go. <laughs> Three weeks of solitude. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of solitude. Very cool. Anyway, I will. Uh, <laughs> We're back in, back in the, back, back in, in the, back at it, brother. Okay. All right. We'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. You bet. Bye bye.